Welcome back to the Story of Me podcast. Each week I discuss different topics and share some personal experiences and stories relating to that topic. And more recently I've been privileged to have guests on and share their stories as well. And I think that's really the direction I'd like to take this podcast where it's not just going to be me sharing my stories because I like hearing yours as well. Even from the last episode, I actually had one of my friends reach out to me and share the story that when he was a kid, his parents and him actually found a razor blade in his apple. I remember saying last podcast, I didn't think anyone would actually do that, but apparently it's a thing. And that's fucking terrifying. I also had another friend comment and share some some things that she's personally gone through and how she was able to cope with those things by starting a blog and sharing her story. So it's having an impact. It's making a difference, maybe on a small scale, but you know what? If it's just one person that's listening to this and they're able to relate or you know, it's able to help them at all, then it's worth it. So today's topic, I decided to talk about hair. It's the one thing that you see. It's the first thing that you see when you meet someone. It's become a way, I know, for me to just identify myself and express myself. And I wanted to make sure I took an episode to just talk about that. And there wasn't anyone else that I could think of having on besides my sister, Dee, again. She's a hairdresser, and I hope you enjoy our interview. Here it goes. So here we are. We're recording again. (laughs) But for everyone listening, this is all brand new. (laughs) So I have as a guest on with me today, my sister Dee. And we're going to be talking about hair and some stories involving hair. And we actually, we decided to record the podcast earlier while doing my hair. We oh. thought, hey, wouldn't it be awesome to actually record while doing my hair and kind of through the process? Yeah. So I go to edit it and I realize it never saved. I love when that happens. No, I don't love when it happens because now I gotta do this again. Do over, do over. I don't even know. I don't remember. I remember kind of what we talked about involving hair. Maybe some of those stories will come out again. But I'm just like, whatever. <sighs> At this point, let it flow. Let it happen. Like the hair in the wind. Or is that dust? <laughs> dust in the hair wind. Hair in the wind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but I thought it'd be cool to have you on because you're actually a hairdresser. So getting some insight about that. Do you want to give any background about your hair <laughs> experience? <laughs> She's already told uh, me this. Well, I haven't told them yet. Tell them. So, they want yeah. to know about you and your story uh, of how you got into hair. Well, um, I guess it's been... I've been doing hair forever, since like the third grade, Um, but a friend of mine I worked with, she was like, hey, I'm going to beauty school, you're coming with, and that was like eight or so, eight and a half years ago, and so... I went because I didn't have any other plans, so I did it. You were such a follower. What if she just came up to you and was like, hey, it's going to be a... It was a good idea. It's going to be Undertakers, man. It was probably, like, one of the better decisions I've made about, like, school 
in general. Like, all the other decisions I made weren't for nothing, but... Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I've been doing hair legally with a license for almost ten years now. Like, nine and a half or so. Yeah. Um, I've always liked doing hair. I've always changed my color and wasn't really afraid to do things. Mm-hmm. I've bleached my hair to the point where I had to cut it off. I remember so. it turned to rubber because I remember you showing yeah. me it and it was bleached well, and when you pulled on that it. That it was wasn't just... bleach. That was, was that? before I went to beauty school. We have like like textured wavy hair, yeah, but it's not do. really that textured. It's just wavy, and at the time, we excessively flat ironed our hair. Yeah, and so some of my friends who have more coarse hair. They were using relaxers in their hair, and I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. I'm going to put a relaxer in my hair, too. And I was so lucky I didn't start at the root and work my way down, and I just, like, quickly put it all over my ends because I would have had to shave it off, like, had I done that. So at least I did something right, but it was all wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, it melted my hair. You really hair. have to learn about your own hair type and textures, because that reminds don't me... Don't use chemicals if no. you don't know what the fuck you're doing with. I didn't even use chemicals, but I remember it was a, a conference that I went to with this, this, this group that I was in, and when we were there, I remember my one friend wanted to flat iron her hair, so she pulled out the ironing board and the iron in the hotel room, God. and she just... Laid it out and flat iron well, and, and just ironed it. I think ironed that's it. what they did way back and when. They didn't have yeah, flat irons. But I did that then. So I remember I you came home and did that. On, and I tried it. I'm like, man, it's, her hair got really straight. I want to do that. And it burnt my hair. Like the end, you could smell hair burning, mm. and it completely burnt. I think I just like trimmed the ends. I remember I didn't even finish it because I thought, why didn't it work on my hair? That well, wasn't because experience. you have different texture, and maybe your settings on the flat or the on the iron were way higher well, than there's no hair setting on an iron. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't freaking know. Cotton? I don't. Yeah, steam. Maybe. No steam. <laughs> I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever done that. I never tried it since then. That's good. That's good. You learned you know, the first time. I still remember the first time you flat ironed my hair. We were in my. We lived on Spring I, Street. Yes. You taught me how to use a flat iron. Ooh, we're actually telling different stories here. This is nice. This is a whole new podcast. Yeah. I I remember you taught me how to flat iron my hair with a comb. Like where you run the comb oh. through it and then you do it. Yeah. And I remember I was just so excited. And after you did it, I'm flailing my hair around and it was the straightest that it's ever been. I don't remember that. I remember that because it was so like, wow. Mind-blowing. And I mean... I'm white, but I remember in that moment, I was like, I have white girl hair because it was like so silky smooth. Because I always said, I'm, I'm envious of people who can just get in a shower, wash their hair and go. If I did that, I it would look like my hair looks right now. people who actually do that. People just like perfect. No, people like, do that. Not many. I've met people that There's tell me they do that. There's something that goes involved. There's something. Everyone has something that they do. People don't just wash and go. I don't believe that. And if they do... You're not envious of their hair. <laughs> but I feel like those are the same people that would say to me, Oh, I wish I had your body. I wish I had my hair curled like yours. It always seems like we're... You want we what want you don't what have. we don't have. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I wish my hair was curlier. Like, in, like, if my hair was, like, 
super like tight curls oh man yeah i probably i might not have dreadlocks i might just like leave them out well you could have just permed your hair like we did and my hair is bleach you can't put a perm over bleach otherwise you have to cut it off (laughs) again yeah yeah and we talked about that earlier we brought it up that we actually went for perms when i i think i was in like eighth grade i was middle school so were you still elementary when you got your first perm i think i was elementary school I remember going to the salon for that, and Dad took us, and it was the greatest thing because I can remember waking up in the morning for school. I hated getting it done. And what? Oh, getting it done, like, and it stank. My hair smelled like. I always perm. like felt exhausted afterward from the smell of the chemical, mm-hmm. and like all of the steps you had to do. Like it hurt my head. It hurt my neck being in the bowl for that long. Like because you had to rinse for like at least five minutes. I don't know if they did it wrong, but I think they. I can remember that when my hair started growing out after the perm, I would touch it and I could feel like brand new hair growing out. That it was thick enough that well, I could Well, you know what that it. is? That's probably putting them putting the rollers in too tight and then that rubber band that goes across. Yeah. You're not supposed to have it like tight and on the like near the scalp. Like you're supposed to put it on so there's like tension but not too much and they probably put too much tension in the rod <laughs> and then that breaks your hair. Oh my gosh. But it was nice, like, I would wake up, I would wet my hair, I would, like, douse it in gel, and then I'd go to school and be like, ah, my hair's like, those were nice curls. Yeah. Now if I do that, like, I have to put a crap ton of well, product it's in like it, or... natural... Plus, your hair is processed. Your hair... Yeah. This is not, like, the way your hair naturally wants... It's damaged. This is damaged texture. Very damaged texture. My hair hasn't been undyed in a long time, and I know I talked about it a little earlier, but the one time I actually let my hair grow out and grow natural, that was the one time I actually, most hair places required 10 inches for you to donate it, and Mm -hmm. I finally found Pantene Beautiful Lengths. They allowed you to donate it with like eight inches, and I went and I measured it, and I thought, damn, and it was the first time I got my hair cut, and I let it grow out as the natural color, and Mm -hmm. I cut it as soon as it hit eight inches, and that's when I cut it really really short the picture you asked me about and oh. that I posted on Instagram you could see I did a little collage yeah. of different hairstyles that either me my kids or you have had just yeah, to, yeah. I didn't do that short haircut <laughs> just to like put that out there <laughs> it was so bad but I remember when I did it that time looking back and even in that moment I did not like that haircut but Mom was going through her cancer treatments, and I remember feeling like, damn, I know that she's going to be going through chemo and losing her hair. And at that time, I didn't fucking care. And even now, it's still on my bucket list that I want to shave my head one day. And I think I might just pull, like, a Britney Spears moment one time and be like, fuck it. I'm just going to shave it all off. You know, I don't know if I believe you. (laughs) I'm going to do it. Okay, if I die unexpectedly, can you just, like, shh? (laughs) <laughs> my head so, so I can have the satisfaction of knowing what you look like with a shaved head you won't know anything <laughs> I won't know but yeah you can know just like shave half of that it would, that would freak everyone out the open <laughs> casket <laughs> why is it'll be a good story like, why, I know she like died of natural causes but why is she bald <laughs> it was, it was, her, it was her dying wish to be shaved okay Okay, maybe that's a stupid wish. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. 
Because, and, and I know we talked earlier about, like, it's a, a lot of times you'll go through, like, a breakup or a life change or something, and it's just something within us makes us go, fuck it, I just want to, like, change my hair or do yeah. something different. Yeah, I've done that. I've uh, In the last time we recorded this, I mentioned, <laughs> like, during a breakup, I think it was, like, high school, I, my hair was relatively long, and then I cut it, like, up to my shoulder, like, past my shoulder, like, on my shoulder. I just, like, took the scissors, I remember grabbing a chunk and just cutting it, and I was really impressed with myself, because at that time, I didn't know what I was doing as far as yeah. cutting hair, and I cut my entire head of hair Oh my god. pretty straight. I don't know. I mean, at least at the time, I thought it was pretty good. I wish I could go back and, like, see it with these eyes. And actually and be like, like how oh, good of a good job did I God, do? God, why did I walk around like that? Maybe it is something, like, innate with us, though. Because don't they, isn't some of the history behind dreads and things like that that it actually, like, maintains some of your energy and then, like, there's, like, yeah. a need to cut or eliminate it after so much time and it gets rid of, like, yeah, you all those past like, experiences? Yeah, kind of, like, it holds on to the, your history, for sure. Like, energy. That's why I, like, kind of took them out last time. I didn't really like the way they looked, like, they were too fat. But then I also had, like, all that negative energy that I brought with me from Orlando, I feel mm-hmm. like. Oh. I had to get rid of them. How long have you had your This dressing? set, I've had... I started them the day after Christmas. Oh, that's right. You just, like, went to town and redid mm-hmm. them all. Yep. And they were so cute. Because they... I, I, I was worried when you told me you were putting them back in because your hair was pretty short. It was. But it came out really cute. It looked good. And that's why I keep contemplating taking out the extensions because they looked so cute. And I'm like, ah, oh, like, I didn't really yeah. get to enjoy having them short like that and going through all the phases of, like, <gasps> growing out your dreadlocks from that stage. I, like, yeah. went and had short dreads for a little while and then put the extensions in which I love them I don't yeah. regret them at all because it's fun yeah but I don't know they look really good I'm back and forth like one second I'll be like yeah I just I fucking love having long hair and then the next I'm like but the other ones were so cute and Is I like my with bangs? no it's different <laughs> like I would like my hair either short like yeah the shorter it would, dreads look good either or way. longs like I, I I think it would look, and I don't think I'd regret it. If anything, I'd just be like, I miss having long hair. Mm-hmm. But I also miss having the, like, medium length hair. It wasn't short, but it no. was definitely, like, like a medium length, I'd say. It was to my shoulders, but with lots of layers. Yeah. And I think, and I've been contemplating dreads now for probably ever since you got them. Oh, since Christmas. Well, well, but then, and, like, even friends of ours have them, so I think, like, I, I've, I've been aware of them, and I've always been interested in them, but I would think, like, I change my hair too much, or I like trying new things, or it's going to hurt my head too much. Like, I always my head talk hurts myself right out of it. Yeah, it's because you were maintaining them. It hurts. It hurts until you get them wet. Like, after I wet this and, like, wash my hair, mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt. It's just, like, because they're so stiff right now... From like making them tight, it it's like pulling my hair. It hurts, but wetting them softens them and like gets them to relax and go into like a, their home, and then they're chill after they dry and it's all my head feels normal. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah. Hair becomes so much of our identity. I think like when people 
look at or meet you, like that's really one of the first things that they see. And sometimes I guess past judgments or mm-hmm. I know just, and I think you forget about it when you're yourself and then it's always brought to your attention. Sometimes you're like, Oh, maybe they're looking at me like because I part of you, like my dreadlocks are part of me. Like I don't like Jackie, we were with yeah. your friend Jackie earlier today and or was that yesterday? Yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah. Um, like, she doesn't even realize she has dreads, and that's kind of how I am. I'm like, I don't think about it. It's just like mm-hmm. going about my business, and then someone will stop and be like, I'm sorry, but you have really, really nice hair. Or, someone, like, I'll be interacting with someone I don't know mm-hmm. for the first time, like at work, and they'll ask me, like, why I have dreads, or be surprised that my dreads look clean because they thought, like, people don't really wash them you know Mm. so stereotypes I find too that people are more accepting and positive in general now I haven't had dreads I've never had a negative experience with someone except for one person but he was just an old grumpy man he didn't like my tattoos either yeah Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like people I've had negative comments about piercings and tattoos more than I had hair like people would come up to me and say oh you're so pretty why would you do that to yourself like I'm That's less what that pretty. guy said. He said you you would look so much prettier if you, you didn't have tattoos. He's like, but at least you have a pretty face. Thank you. Fuck you. Go away. <laughs> I don't care. Well, what that's basically think. what I told him. I said, to get the hell out. I think in some ways that's why I went through. I I like to color my hair and change my hair and do things that are really different because it kind of filters out people that might judge me based on my looks. And I know. And I, I shared this earlier, too. I It really hit me when I was in high school. And I remember I really wanted to try dark hair. My hair, natural hair color is like an... You're the professional. What color? Ash brown, dingy brownish something. I don't know. Like a mousy brown. Mousy... Mousy brown? That's how I describe That's mine. so accurate and sad. Like like a dirty mouse. You know, <laughs> that like is rolling around in the soot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's mouse, okay. mouse brown. I'm mouse brown. And I always admired people with like really dark brownish, almost black hair. So I dyed my hair and I went into school and my homeroom teacher approached me and she's like, Jen, are you depressed? And I just thought, no, I just wanted to try a cool hair color. But that was the first time it really hit me like, damn, because I changed my hair color, Megan, now the different. perception is this about yeah. me. I mean, and I said earlier, I was thankful that she even took attention to that because looking back, especially with a lot of shit that happens in schools now, you know, you want to look out for signs and changes yeah. in kids. But at the same time, like, I I just, just wanted to try different color, color hair. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, people asked if I was emo. Same thing. <laughs> because you, you had know? dark hair. Yeah. That's because I went from being, like, platinum blonde to having that blue-black hair. That was My the first was time I remember your hair being dramatic. And I remember it was a shock when I saw you. Because I still have that memory of seeing you and being like, oh shit. What was your reaction? Were you like, that's I just, weird. I think I remember <laughs> your face was very, it was almost like your face was whiter. Or like your oh, yeah. eyebrows were lighter. It was just like, bam. Because that's, and you know when you freshly dye your hair? Uh, how like the line around your head. It's not just the hair. It's like the line. Skin. I remember it was like that. But then once it just kind of washed and broke in, it just like you said, it became you. Breaks in, yeah. And it, it looks so nice. And you've had every hair color that I can imagine it looked nice. Like I remember you tried like that neon green. I, I think that was my 
favorite and that looks color so ever. fucking cool and i'd be like neon green oh i don't know and jared hated it really? <laughs> i think he like just saw me as like a booger walking around the house but i fucking loved it it's my know, favorite if i'm with someone and i know they don't like hair a certain way that kind of makes me want to do it more and i think it almost i'm like uh i want to know that you like me i want to know that you love me so like mm-hmm. like i know yeah. when i cut my hair short sean was not a fan of short hair yeah. and when i did cut it short i i remember specifically him and i were like doing the c25k on a run the one day and he started calling me a dyke which I, I'm sorry, I hate that word. I very much dislike that word, but yeah. And yeah. I just remember thinking, how fucking rude that, you know, I'm your wife and you're calling me that. Well, the but, first time I had dreads, I, I loved them and they looked yeah. so cool. And I was so proud of myself because I did them myself. And I remember Jared hugged me and he was like, like kind of like and I was like what and he was like it feels like a head beard (laughs) cause they were new and they were scratchy like if you feel them now that I've done the maintenance they are they feel extra scratchy they are a little scratchy but like I will I'll be honest when I first did my dreads I used not good hair so it felt like Barbie hair the extensions so they were even scratchier Well, you actually had dreads before, because Jackie helped you put them in, and then you took them out. Jackie put them in, and they were just, like, a little too thick, I think. And so I I took them out, and I kind of went... Well, I didn't even take them all out. I took just some of them out, and I, like, redid a couple of them. And then I was like, okay, now I need to do extensions. And I did the extensions. Mm -hmm. It looked good, considering the crappy hair that I used. But then I immediately took them out, because... I liked the person I was with, and mm-hmm. he didn't like the way they felt, and I felt bad. Uh, now I don't even give a shit. So, like... I feel like as I'm getting older, that's kind of my response to everything. Because I think I used to think more like, oh, am I going to get a job if I have this hair color? I am I going to get this? And now I'm like, this is tattoos. what you're getting. <laughs> I just went for a job interview recently, and actually yeah. when I talked to the human resource lady on the phone... I don't know, something came up and she actually mentioned color in hair or something like that. And I I remember I said to her like, oh, so what is your policy on colored hair? Because at that time it was, was it like purple? It was like a lavender purplish. It was was lighter purple. Yeah, yeah. it was like still fading. And she just kind of laughed and she's like, wait till you meet Susan. So when I went in for this job interview, it was so awesome because this woman must have been around 50s maybe 60 and all of her hair was her natural like that like a dark gray with white in it and then when she lifted up around the entire crown well I guess it would be like almost a crown below her crown yeah it was all completely dark purple and she was like oh this is faded she's like I'm due to get it done this week and I was like that's fucking awesome and that's been most of my experience I've had so many like older women even approaching me in the stores and telling me oh I love that color in your hair I wish I, I would think about doing it, but I'm not brave like that. And I always say to them, like, just do it. Like, if it's something that you think and you want, and that's my current motivation for hairstyles that I want to do, I think about it and ponder it, and I think, is this what I want? Not with whoever I'm with and what they want, not what anything else. You know, of course, the only thing I might take into consideration is job, but I've been thankful that every job I've had, they've been pretty accepting. 
which is great yeah. you're actually looking at my qualifications and not what my hair looks like yeah it, I mean a lot of places are getting a lot more lenient but it's still it's still rough like there's a lot of people who are like in the art field as far as their career career goes and they still need to cover up tattoos and not be too crazy with the hair um do I have issues with facial hair? Is that ever a thing in work or business? I know, like, a lot of corporate places, like, they either are cool with, like, a full beard or or you can't have one at all. Like, they don't want you being at work while you're in the process of growing a beard. Usually you have to, like, it's, like, a thing. You have to, like, oh, okay, I'm going on vacation. That's where I'm going to start growing out my beard. Yeah. And then you come back with a beard. Like, they don't want that in between, like gross five o'clock shadow oh my god sometimes that's hot mm. that's just sound <laughs> how it goes uh, maybe some I don't know I'm not a man so I don't really know but that's just from what I yeah from what I heard from fellow men with beards I did like how you shared that earlier and you said that a lot of women would come in and get their hair cut and say like they didn't want to get it cut or they didn't want to do something to it because of like Oh, yeah. I've had, like, clients come in, and they're like, okay, I want a haircut, but, like, not really get a haircut. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to tell you what I recommend, but I'll do whatever you want. So, like, their hair will be excessively long or, or like, maybe not even long. It'll probably be, like, to their shoulder, but, like, they have, like, fine hair that's, like, break up. Like, it breaks easy. Like, some people just cannot have long hair. Like, it it has to get cut because it's just not doesn't have the strength. I don't know if it's something they do at home or if it's like their their health. Like it's just yeah. they don't have strong hair, and it breaks and then it looks sparse and broken on the ends. And I'll be like, look, it look it would look so much better if we cut like three inches off today. Yeah. And they're like, no, just a trim, like just like half an inch. I'm like, all right, like that's like five hairs that's gonna cut be cut off. But all right, I'll do that. You know. Because they don't want to lose the length of their hair. Yeah. You know, they're like, my boyfriend likes it long. Like, if I cut it short, he's not going to like that. I'm like, all right, whatever your boyfriend wants. That's <laughs> like, damn. So, see, that's I've the stuff I'd be like, I'm going to cut that. my hair and see if you still love me. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I've never been the type to be excessive about, like, keeping my hair a certain way for a person. But I, I'm I'm not going to make a drastic thing out of my hair like I'm not gonna shave my head I wouldn't do that like out of spite towards them but if it's no. something I want and I want to try I oh, don't yeah. I wouldn't let them deter I mean, me that's why I did the lime green I was like this is gonna be fucking awesome and it was it was he didn't like it though <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, I'm sorry I even told him I was like I like it so yeah and anytime mm. I get my hair done and I don't like it I just come to you and say I don't like it fix it like right now. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me that I don't like it because again, I my attitude is, and I know we said this earlier, is it's just hair. Well, like, we're gonna. It's gonna get cut it off. Brown. It's gonna grow back. I'm thankful that I have hair that on, attached to my head that I could play with and dye and change in color. So just the fact that I have that opportunity, yeah. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, what happened to it? It, it's like... Well, we put a toner in, and then it looks... I thought it looked good, but the, like, bottom still, like, had, like, a golden blonde yeah. hue to it. So, I, you know, I went a little overzealous with the 6'8". The 
so it's not bad like the ends of the hair like you said it isn't bad it's almost like a purple like a purple I've had or would get at one point but since I'm contemplating doing dreads I had said that if I would start that process I wouldn't want colorful hair and the dreads just for me personally mm -hmm. um and I know I think I shared this in the other podcast how I said I, I also was looking into like just history of dreads and where they originated from and and for me I really like the appeal of mm, I was going to say minimal maintenance, but dreads are, like, a lot of maintenance. It's not that. It it's... depends on, like, how... It could be a lot of maintenance, or it could be, like, almost no maintenance. Some people, like, do their dreads and then never touch them again. But that can cause problems. Like, there's a... There has to be something you mm -hmm. can do. Like, I just spent a whole movie yeah. doing maintenance on my hair, and I didn't even make it dent. Like, I have almost 100 dreads. I think... You counted them. I, I think I have dead. 89 dreads. I have one that I just created right now with my little bit of bang. And I think I did 15 of them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So you got to watch a lot more movies. Yeah. You to, like, binge watch TV and then do maintenance. But I live... I, I'm, I'm so ecstatic over thinking about, like, going upstairs and emptying out all my beauty products for my hair. Because right now I have like flat iron spray, I have heat protectant spray, leave-in conditioner, hairspray, hairspray that makes my hair hard, or hairspray that's flexible and lets me wear it down because I can't just wash my hair and go. Yeah. And I'm so envious when I see you just like get out of the shower, dry it off, or not even have to wash it as often. But I said, no, you talked about how often we should wash our hair. And I said, I, I wash my hair every two to three days just because it's naturally curly wavy and if I wash it every day it just makes it frizzier and drier I just don't think you use the right products but you're well, not I a use... stylist so no and I'm cheap yeah you don't yeah I like cheap products you're, yeah you're like answering all I your questions just... on how to like have frizzy hair yeah <laughs> I'm just I just want to keep like a bottle of Dr. Bronner's in my shower and I'm good I don't really, I don't even use Dr. Bronner's on my hair anymore. That's what I used to use. Is that why there's a bottle of Dawn dish soap in my shower? It cleans all the grime. People use it. Is that it what you do? You just rush Dawn through? I put, oh, I, I water it down because it's so concentrated. But mm -hmm. they use it during oil spills on all the animals. It gets oh. all the grease out yeah. and it's safe. I'll, I'm, sounds good enough for me. And that's all you use. You don't need conditioner and... No, every once in a while, like, every couple months, I'll, like, condition the ends, mm -hmm. and it feels really nice. Like, recently I did that, and it felt so nice. I really like it. But with my extensions and having, like, fresh tips on, like, I can't really condition it, because otherwise my hair will just start, like, falling out. Oh, gosh. Like, right now, I'm sure I could pull out a couple. Yeah, get in the shed. I wonder what other changes you're going to do to your hair in the future. Do you have well, any plans or ideas? Um, I think, I don't know. Right now I'm trying not to think about it because I, I'm being, I, my brain is being impulsive and I want to like take the extensions out, but I don't want to. And I want to cut my bangs really short or I want to grow them out long. And mm -hmm. then I was thinking maybe I bring down my ombre dark brown color more or maybe I just leave them, just not touch it. Or, and then I was thinking, uh, because of I, I doing Jackie's hair, and it being freshly blonde, I was like, oh, maybe I need to do my hair blonde again. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's dangerous, but that's how I think with hair. 
a lot where I'll be like, oh, I want to try this. I want this. But a lot of times if you just like wait it out, that, that goes. And that's why, that's me with bangs. I'll see a really cute photo on Instagram of someone with bangs and I go, maybe I just need bangs. And every time I cut bangs, every time I don't like them. And I'll tell you or whoever, I like never let me get bangs again. I don't like them. I'm not ever cutting bangs on you ever. I, I need you to stick to that because I will oh. ask you. I know you have, and I said no. <laughs> and I'm happy you said no because I would have bangs right now. I just no, I don't, I don't work well with bangs, long bangs, yeah, but no bangs. Man, my hair. I just realized I'm looking in the mirror. I'm realizing that all of these beads that I put in my hair are starting to disappear. <laughs> oh my gosh, the hair's the like hair growing is over them. Growing over them. See, this is why it's important to do maintenance and like keep up with the jewels in your hair. This is the most consistent I've had in my hair. Like, I used to color my hair excessively and stuff. Yeah. Now, this past year, I haven't really colored it, like, a different color. Like, I've kept yeah. it blonde. And more recently, I've been trying to grow out my roots and have natural hair. Which I'm doing a good Natural. job. It is. That's why I said I think it would look nice if you just let it grow out. And I think that's part of, like, I want to embrace eventually, like, my natural hair color coming out. And when I start, like, like getting, I'm getting these little grays that are starting to finally pop in. And I don't want to be someone who's, who's like, oh, I have to cover that. I want to make it darker. Or I have to have blonde hair so you don't see it. Like, I just want to let it grow in. And just, you know, whatever's there, it's there. Minimal maintenance. I want to spend time on other things besides my hair. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. Thanks. I mean, I still feel like it's kind of needs a little work, like with the color, because uh -huh. it still looks like dark, and then it goes right into a little blonde. Bit. No, this section right here looks a little bit. Yeah, but it's not enough of a transition. Anyway, people can't see what I'm talking they about. They can't. I think we shared some some stories on hair new and old stories that no one else has heard but us yeah some well, we, we've heard some of them twice now just yeah. in the same day yeah that's all right but thanks for coming on again yeah it was awesome thank you do you have any me. last minute pointers for people as a hairdresser oh i brought this up in the last last time we recorded and it kind of i think it may have come across now that i was thinking about <laughs> it later i was like man that kind of sounded a little douchey um, no, I mean, like, tips in the salon, I guess, is what I was talking about. Um, or pet peeves that I oh, have. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm pretty tolerant of a lot of things, but some things that grind my gears, and I'm sure it does for a lot of other stylists out there, and this is just some pointers to, like, help you not drive your stylist crazy, is, um, when they're blow-drying your hair just you know relax and enjoy it and or just watch what they're doing so you can try to replicate it at home because having a conversation with us while we're blow drying your hair is pointless because we don't hear anything and um when we shampoo your hair just relax just you know don't lift your head up because i i've wet a lot of people down their back because they thought they were helping by lifting up their head i thought while i was I helping well i thought so too back in the day before I started having to actually wash, do the washing. Yeah. 
It's hard. And I said, those things are torture devices because every time I do get in one of those, the next day I like wake up with a sore neck. Well, here's it. another another thing. Instead of complaining about it. <laughs> no, I mean like me complaining about yeah. like people and their their things in the salon. If you're in the salon and you, your neck hurts at the shampoo bowl, every salon should have one. It's like a little foam thing that goes over the bowl so that oh. when you're laying back, it, it's soft on your neck and it won't hurt your neck. Yeah, I feel um, like I would need that all so the time. So just know that they have those, and if you need it, they can accommodate that. That's good to know. Yeah. I don't want to have to ask for it. Just put it there. Or did some people... Sometimes, like, if you're rinsing color, it's a it's a pain having uh, that. Because then it kind of interferes with, like, getting under at the nape, like, where your head and your neck meet. Oh, and all that, like... Yeah, that's where it's, like, hair. really hard to get the color out. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Cool. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. Oh, and by the way, um, Jen will put some links down below in the description box, I believe it is, or whatever it is. I don't okay. know anything about this, but um, a link to my Instagram so you can see my work. Um, you'll see Jen on there, too, and some stuff I've done to her hair. I do dreadlocks, so if you or someone you know that you love or maybe don't love wants dreadlocks... Um, <laughs> I'm your girl. I'm in Philadelphia. Well, Royersford. But I can do the surrounding areas, too. So, psh, reach out. And if I decide to start my dread journey, we'll make sure we document that as oh, well. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm, I'm starting it an Instagram. Or <laughs> a YouTube channel, rather. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you get that, I'll make sure that I add that somewhere, you know. I have, I have one video up. But that was when I initially did my dreadlock. So, anyway, I'm not going to keep going with this because we're already 35 minutes in. Ah! Thank you again for being on. Thanks. Thanks for talking about hair. Thank you again to everyone who listens and supports this podcast. I understand it's still in the very beginning stages, but I appreciate all the feedback and responses that I continue to get. I'm hoping we can continue to develop this podcast and currently it's being funded just by me. So if you'd like to give any sort of financial donation, that could be done currently through a coffee account that we have set up. Uh, you can access that through our Facebook page, through the Instagram page. There's a link on there that you can go ahead and donate if you'd like. But in general, really, if you would just listen to this podcast, share it, follow, and tell your friends about it. That's the best thing that you can do right now. If you go on iTunes, you can actually find the podcast and leave me a rating and a review. And just that in general helps out so much in in the bigger picture. Thank you again to everyone who has already reached out and expressed how this podcast might be helping them or just inspiring them in some way. It means a lot. Currently, still, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and if you'd like to interact in any other way or share a question or idea, or if you'd like to even be a guest, you can feel free to reach out to me or send an email. You can email the podcast at thestoryofmepodcast at gmail.com. Because remember, this isn't just going to be about my story. It's about all of our stories, and we have it to tell.